Hey, it's Adam with Backpack Theory Podcast, where we unpack past experiences and hurts and help define a better future. So today I am going to talk a little bit about something that I've been working on intentionally here recently, and that is slowing down. What that may look like. Have you ever noticed whenever someone walks up to you that you haven't seen in a really long time? And they engage in conversation and they walk up and as you're shaking their hand, giving them a hug, whatever it may be, you go, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. What have you been up to? And almost the coined response is, oh, just so busy. I've got so much going on right now. I don't even have time to think. I mean, it is just between the kids, between work. I mean, I am just busy. And then your response is, oh, me too. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where I just don't ever get to catch a breath. So in a study that I was doing, a Bible study, I think it was a couple of years ago, one of the practices that we had to do was basically slow down. And during that practice, one of the things on that chapter that we talked about was that exact phrase. And why exactly do we feel like we always have to be busy? Why do we feel like whenever someone asks us what's going on, do we almost feel like we automatically have to go, oh man, just so busy. Well, society has kind of like conditioned us that way. We actually, back in the 50s and 60s, right, whenever in 70s, whenever computer technology started taking off, they thought that we were actually going to have more time off, that we were going to go to a four-day work schedule because technology was going to take over all these things. We're going to have more vacation time than ever before. What has actually happened is the complete opposite. And a lot of that is because we are really bad in society at saying the words no. And the reason is, is because it creates value in our lives, right? I mean, if you're busy, if you're constantly doing something, if you're constantly moving forward, you don't have to think. I mean, you're just constantly moving and there's nothing wrong with staying productive. I hope that you understand. I'm not saying that you don't stay productive. I am simply saying that we don't always have to be busy or project that image of being busy. Uh, we actually have less vacation time now. We actually have less time with our family. We have less personal time now with technology, cell phones, and everything else than we ever have before. And that's because we're constantly reachable. I mean, during the pandemic, a lot of people would be at home. And traditionally, when you're at home on the weekend or the thought about working from home seems like a great conceivable, you know, freedom uh, mindset, right? Because you're getting to work from home. What ends up happening is, is you end up taking your work home. When your boss calls you on the weekends, you pick up the phone because you don't want to look like you're not investing your time. And again, there's nothing wrong with going above and beyond, but there is something wrong with not drawing healthy boundaries to let people know that you can't just always go, go, go. Because what happens is, and I see this a lot in my own life, in friends of mine, is that you hit burnout. If you don't ever have a time for a break, if you don't ever have a time to slow down, if you don't ever relax, all you're doing is working five days a week for the weekend. And then during the weekend, either you stay so busy with activities or watching TV or something, you never really have time to think and slow down for yourself. For me in my life, I was seeing this affect my daughter 
whenever it came to my interaction with her, because I would always be ready for a phone call, always ready for something like my intentional time with her. I didn't have boundaries there. Whenever it came to my wife, the intentional boundaries, whenever it came to making sure that when I was present, that I was present with her, that was something to take a hit in my job. If I'm constantly working and I can't ever say no, then I'm going to hit burnout my job because ultimately you can't just keep on going at that same pace forever without hitting some kind of reset. And so how do you slow down? Because clearly it is absolutely impossible for us to actually create more than 24 hours in a day. Well, I've got three ways that hopefully will help you out. These are what have helped me out in my life. And since I've started integrating these into my life, I have seen a tremendous amount of return on a very, very small investment. So the first thing is waking up as early as possible. Now, I was never an early riser in my life, ever, 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 ever. Like I always thought those people that wake up early to knock the day out, like those people are freaking nuts. They're absolutely insane. I don't, I don't understand how they do it. Getting up, getting to the gym by 5 a.m. Are you kidding me? Well, then all of a sudden, after having a child, I realized, wow, I really don't have any extra time in the day to even go work out. And so my old, one of my old clients actually suggested to me to read a book by Robin Sharma called 5 a.m. Club. And in the book, it talks about the fact that waking up early is a very common trend among people that are very successful. Now, there's a caveat there. I don't think waking up early means that you still burn the midnight oil. I think that if you can wake up early, what it does is it sets your day the right way. So what I discovered is by working up, waking up at 5 a.m., if you do the math on it, if you normally were a 7 a.m. riser and you had to be worked by 9, right, that gives you two hours to get ready, have some alone time for yourself, and hit the road running. By waking up at 5 a.m. or 4.30, you actually create an extra two hours per day of extra time for yourself. That ends up adding up to 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month, and roughly 406, hold on, let me make sure it's right. Yeah, 480 hours per year 480 hours if you divide that that is 20 extra days every single year over 10 years that's 200 extra days now that might not seem like a lot of time but it sure is and it's those small little things that start adding up and what happens is whenever you create that extra time by waking up earlier you start finding out that there's some time for you to spend with yourself. There's some time for you to spend doing other activities. Me personally, I use that time to get up. I get up at 4.30, between 4.30 and 4.45. I'm at the gym by five, normally work out until about six. And then I've got about an hour to either journal, meditate, or do something else with that time that is a value of investing in myself. And, you know, in 5 a.m. Club, Robin Sharma is a great author, by the way. He's got some fantastic books. If you've never checked him out before, definitely check him out. The Leader Who Had No Titles, one of my favorite books, The Everyday Hero Manifesto. I mean, just just phenomenal. And in the 5 a.m. Club, really, it's, it's, it is a parable or an odyssey, if you will, of two different people 
that end up meeting each other at a conference. And then through the simple practice of waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, their life begins unfolding after they apply principles on top of it. Now, I will tell you, this does require you to go to bed a little bit earlier. I'm in bed by almost 9.30 every night. Now, you can run on less sleep, and there's some people that are good at that. For me personally, I like getting eight hours of sleep, and I like getting up early. So getting up a little bit early can increase how much time you have a day and allow you to slow down a little bit. Now, the second thing that I think helps out tremendously that you can actually do during that time is yoga, meditation, prayer, whatever your thing is, whenever it comes to being alone, finding centeredness, and then also being able to release some stress. I always thought that going to yoga was something that single dudes did. If you were a dude, you went to go find chicks. Just going to be completely honest. Like That's how I always imagined it. And then someone encouraged me, hey, why don't you really go try it out? Why don't, why don't you just try this yoga thing? So, you know, part of my early 5 a.m. routine was that I started going and attending a yoga class once a week. First week, I was kind of like, man, you know, I'm not really into it. Second week, you know what? It's kind of enjoyable. Third week, dude, I was just completely sold out. Breathing in and out, like, I mean, even if you're ever just stressed out and like you just feel overwhelmed, taking a five-second breath in, holding it for five seconds and releasing for five seconds and repeating that slows down your heart rate and allows you to concentrate. So going through that meditation practice, going through spending some alone time, some time of silence sounded terrifying to me for a long time because I'm someone that is an extrovert, always want to be moving and I always want to be getting my thoughts out there. But what happens is whenever you take that time for yourself and you're very intentional about it, it is amazing how much less stress you have, how much more that you can think through things, and how much more calculated the rest of your day can go just by taking some time and spending it on meditation and reflection because all of us need it. And that is a great tool whenever it comes to just slowing down your pace of speed every single day. And it, you will be amazed if you do that how much more you find in, in those moments of where you're tempted to just stay busy, 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 you're able just to slow down mentally a little bit. And I would say the third thing is, which relates to the last, the, the first two things is be intentional with your time. What I mean by that is it is okay to say no. I know that especially in the millennial and, you know, Gen Z uh, mindset, you know, it's YOLO, right? Like you're the, or FOMO, like your fear of missing out or you only live once. Like there's all of these statements that we've bought into, which is basically like, dude, I got to grind, dude, I got to get this done. I mean, in my twenties, I really thought that I hadn't achieved anything in my life while I was in those moments, because in my mind, I wasn't working enough. I wasn't grinding enough. I hadn't gotten where I wanted to go. And I spent so much of that time just like in this rat race where basically I would constantly be saying yes to everything with no regard of my personal time and personal peace. And, you know, I don't regret any of that because I learned a lot, right? If I look into my backpack and I look at a lot of those bricks that I've held on to or that maybe I'm still working on resolving, I'm kind of unpacking them, looking at them and sorting through them. That would be one of those, you know, looking back at that time and being okay with the fact that like I spent so much time on things that really didn't pay off an investment right now. But at the same time, if I hadn't done those things, I would not be the person I am today. 
So it's okay to say yes, but only whenever you've taken that time that you need for yourself and you've set that aside first. Because if you're intentional with your time, if you value your time, other people will value your time. And that is a great way to make sure that you aren't stacking your schedule with things just to stack your schedule with things. I had a really, I have a really good buddy of mine and he actually told me that he would, you know, he went through a separation, he went through a divorce and through that divorce, he ended up figuring out that he had a bunch of spare time. And so what he started doing is he basically just started scheduling meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting so that he never had to be alone. He never had to slow down. And what happens is, is when we stay that busy, we don't take the time and we don't have the opportunity to clearly think through what we're going through, process what we're going through. If you're going through a hard time, grieve about what you're going through because we're staying so busy and so stimulated that we don't even have an opportunity to process what is going on. And the only way to progress in a healthy manner is to be able to process. Now, there are some people that I know that just go a million miles an hour and they just don't give themselves time to think. And some people claim that that is the best thing for them. And they claim that that is like just the way their brain works and they just go, go, go. And so if you're one of those people more power to you. I'm just speaking to people that might feel overwhelmed. They might feel like their time is just slipping by and that they're not getting much out of the time that they're spending investing. That's who I'm speaking to because that's where my life was at. That's where my life is still struggling. I still struggle with staying busy and being able to say no to people. But the more intentional I am with my time, the more that I build in these routines and the more that I make sure that I have healthy boundaries in place, that prevent me from, you know, just saying yes to everything, the more peace that I find. Because ultimately, isn't that what we all want? I mean, realistically, isn't what we're all looking for beyond the money, beyond fame, beyond success, beyond whatever other people view us as, isn't ultimately what we want is peace? We want to know that like if we're sitting by ourselves in a room with all the lights off, no other person around, no cell phone, no technology, and we sit there, that there's no fear and there's only peace. And that peace that has no understanding is something that can be achieved, but it's extremely difficult to do so whenever we just stay busy, 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 busy. Now, if you listen to my podcast you know that my faith is a strong part of why I do this podcast. And so, you know, the fourth thing that I will say, whether regardless of what your religious beliefs are, okay, regardless of who you believe in, whatever it may be, if you're trusting in God and you are trusting that there is a larger purpose for you, and you are trusting that, you know, regardless of how busy you are or not busy you are, that you have value, you will find peace. And by taking these steps to slow down in life, by taking these steps to not rush, what it will do is it will provide you with much more peace 
much more inner reflection and ultimately much more purpose in life. And so I encourage you today, if you hadn't thought about slowing down, next time someone walks up to you and they ask you, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you in forever. Before just responding and saying, I've been busy, take a second. Think about it. Take a deep breath and be transparent. And I hope what comes out of your mouth is not, I'm busy. I hope that what comes out of your mouth is true purpose and peace. Because by you showing true purpose and peace and showing something beyond just being busy to another person, it creates a chain reaction. And that's where goodness and that's where grace and that's where transparency and healthy relationships are formed. Thanks for tuning in this week for the Backpack Theory podcast. Hope you got something out of it. I've got some more guests going to be coming up in the next month or so. Next week, I'm actually going to be out of pocket, family vacation in Florida. But if you have any comments, if you got any concerns, or if you have a topic that you really would love to hear me go over and kind of share about you know, what I've gone through or other people, reach out to me and let me know. So thanks again. Have a great rest of your weekend. And thanks for tuning in to the Backpack Theory Podcast.